from Astoria to the Rockaways, it's time for the Queen's New Yorker. And here is the man giving you all the info, your uber snazzy and jazzy host, Mr. Jason DeCunio! Yeah! Alright! How you, Jason Kelly? Thank you. Oh, fantastic. What a group of people. Thank you. Ah. Thank you very much. All right. Ah. Thank you. Good evening and welcome to this edition of the Queen's New Yorker. I'm your host, Jason DeCanio, on this Tuesday, December 20th, 2022. It is five days to Christmas. And we are still continuing our look at the history of the radio stations of New York City. We've had a really good uh, run so far, and I hope you enjoy every bit of it as much as I have given it to you so far. This is episode number 218, and tonight we're looking at a radio station that is still in existence today. Um, It was uh, first... Signed on in July of 1951, and it's an urban, adult, contemporary, formatted FM radio station. It's currently owned by Medico Holding and operated by Emmis Communications under a shared services agreement along with sister stations WLIB and WQHT. And the three stations share studios in the Hudson Square neighborhood of Lower Manhattan. Tonight we're talking about 107.5. W-B-L-S. Yes. All right. Okay. Very good, very good. So uh, I'm going to uh, kind of give you a little bit of a heads up. I still have a little bit of a, a scratchy throat. I'm feeling a lot better, getting better, but <coughs> every once in a while you'll hear me cough to kind of clear the old throat as we continue on here, working hard to give you these great podcasts every week in and out, okay? So on this December 20th, 2022, Let's look at the early years of WBLS 107.5. So the 107.5 frequency signed on in July of 1951 as WEVD, simulcasting its sister station at 13.30 a.m. And within a few years, WEVD moved to 97.9 and 107.5 went off the air. Several years later, the new broadcasting company, then owners of WLIB, was awarded a construction permit for the dormant frequency, and on September 15, 1965, WLIB-FM signed on. And as the Federal Communications Commission had recently instituted a rule prohibiting full-time AM-FM simulcasting in large markets, 
WLIB was programmed with a jazz format. The stations were split up in 1972 when Inner City Broadcasting purchased WLIB, the AM, and the FM was then renamed WBLS. Inner City reunited the pair with its purchase of WBLS in 1974. From 1972 to 1978, WBLS was the flagship station of the Mutual Black Network, now the American Urban Radio Networks. And as part of the Inner City Broadcasting Corporation stations, program director Frankie Crocker He held 5% of the radio market in the Northeast from 1975 to 78, only ceding the title of top R&B station to upstart WKTU when that station broke out playing disco and club music in 79. By 1982, it had fallen to number three in the market. 1993, Calvin O. Butts, pastor of Abyssinian Baptist Church in Harlem, led a threat to boycott the station if they played any form of gangster rap. Butts' protests culminated in his bulldozing a pile of hip-hop recordings during a rally. In response to the protests, WBLS excised most hip-hop music from its air and carefully screened what it did play for content and language. In 1995, after WRKS was purchased by MS Communications and dropped all hip-hop music in favor of a similar adult R&B format, WBLS countered with a controversial advertising campaign labeling WRKS as a plantation station. WBLS shortly reverted to urban contemporary, only to exit again in 2004 when WBLS switched to urban adult contemporary. From 2010 to 2015, former Nation of Islam minister and hip-hop minister Conrad Tillard served as a radio talk show host on WBLS, which broadcast his hour-long Sunday Night Live Community Issues program for five years. WBLS acquired WRKS's intellectual property in a merger of the two outlets announced on April 26th with a joint statement on both stations' respective websites. In addition to acquiring WRKS's intellectual property, WBLS and WLIB also moved into Emmis's New York production facility in the West Village section of Manhattan into studio space vacated by WRKS during the week of May 21st, 2012. During the 2012-2013 NBA season, WBLS broadcasted selected New York Knicks games in an agreement with WEPN-FM. These games conflicted with WEPN-FM's coverage of the NFL's New York Jets when both teams were scheduled to play on Sunday afternoons. February 11th, 2014, Emmis Communications announced it would purchase WBLS and WLIB from YMF Media LLC for $131 million pending FCC approval. The purchase was consummated on June 10th, 2014. Then on July 1st of 2019, Emmis announced that it would sell WBLS and WQHT to the public company MediaCo Holding an affiliate of Standard General, for $91.5 million and a $5 million promissory note. Emmis would be a shareholder in Media Co. Holding, 
and continued to operate the stations. The sale was consummated on November 25th of 2019. In 2000, WBLS launched its interactive sister site, WBLSI, with Radio Internet Convergence Company, FMI-TV, in Burbank, California. WBLSI.com featured live original music streams to cater to a variety of tastes. The jams, slow jams, hip-hop, and WBLS classics with on-demand access to concerts and music videos. Wendy Williams, Egypt Sherrod, and Rap City's Big Legs, or Big Les, doubled on the online platform as IJs, or WBLS's, the first internet jockeys. First internet program director of WBLSI was Hakeem Kalik. And there you have it, friends. A short but sweet look at WBLS 107.5 FM on your radio dial. So when we come back on Thursday's edition, we looked at WBLS, and it was really good. So the next one that's going to be coming up in New York City, let's see which one, should we look at the, not yet, look at the Brooklyn one, let's see, ah, well we looked at uh, CBS 880 and WCBS-FM 101.1. We looked at those already. So as we scroll down, we'll continue to see which one's going to be next on our list. Ah. Looking at an an interesting channel here. Uh, that really doesn't give us much as far as, okay. That was more of the Roman Catholic Diocese of Brooklyn, but it was WDMB slash LP, which is um, in Queens. So that's really not so much of a radio station. Ah, here we go. The next one on our list that we're going to be looking at will be WEPN. 1050, an all-sports AM radio station licensed to New York, owned and operated by Good Karma Brands, transmitted site is located in North Bergen, New Jersey, signed on in 1922. And we'll look at that on Thursday's episode 219 of the Queen's New Yorker. I'm Jason DeCanio, and we'd like to thank you all for continued support of Anchor and Spotify, and of course on the sister show, The Legacy of Queens. And of course, if you have not subscribed to the YouTube channel of The Legacy of New York, please do. We would love to have you over there as well to build up the subscription and the watch time. 
Really appreciate that. Here on our program, between the two shows right now, the current listens right now is 4,798 and soon to be over 4,800 by the time we get to Thursday's 219th episode. I can't thank you enough for eight great seasons so far. We have so much more to cover, and we've still got a lot of things that we really can touch base on after our radio station series has come to an end. How many more (coughs) stations are we going to do? We'll look at the list and keep going and let you know. In the meantime, enjoy this great programming because it's going to be here for a while. Merry Christmas to you all. If I haven't said it already, we'll see you on Thursday for episode 219 of the Queens New Yorker. I'm Jason DeCanio. Remember, be honest, be real, and keep it simple, stupid. Kiss. Have a good night. We'll see you on Thursday. Bye for now. You have been watching The Queen's New Yorker. This is Jason Kelly on a Jason DeCanio internet presentation. Thank you for your support. Thank you.